0: the No Fact Self-Healing Wrestling Podcast. I'm Allie.
1: I'm Ann.
0: And I'm Leah. And, uh, hi. I just, wasn't, really, <laughs> wasn't really prepared to start. I, I did ask if they were ready to start, but I wasn't really ready. Um, we have already, m- some of you may have already heard from us once this week, so I am just going to kind of re-up the fact that we had a very fun, uh, kind of question and answer special episode earlier this week with sarah shockey of our favorite wrestling podcast marty and sarah love wrestling uh i would call that kind of like a kind of like a personal everest for us in the wrestling
2: space <laughs> and just just before we hit record we were discussing how normal we sounded and how regular <laughs> we were yeah i don't think we said anything weird none of us you know did no. any shame to our homes
0: no, and I think you calling it out is, like, the most normal thing of all. Like, I think yeah. when you, like, say again, like, yes, we were normal, that's when people think, like, wow. That's, yeah, <laughs> that's
2: what normal people
0: say. And they probably say, wow, like, looking at me looking normal. normal. <laughs> yeah.
1: And also right before we started this, our producer Marjorie, who's been listening to us do this podcast for a year, told (laughs) us that she'd never considered getting into wrestling before, but now that she's heard Sarah Shockey, she is. You know what?
0: In fairness, did we not all have that experience when we started uh, listening to Marty and Sarah and heard how much fun... They were having and thought Mm. that could be for me, too. I definitely did. So strong uh, recommend for that episode. (laughs) Strong recommend for the episode. Strong recommend for their podcast, uh, which is extremely accessible to uh, anybody, which is a very fun thing about it. And uh, we are going to be talking to Marty as well, which is exciting because he is a lifelong wrestling fan. So he has a breadth of knowledge that we will never have. Po- partly because of the time that has gone into building his knowledge database, but also
2: <laughs> I don't think our brains are that good at no. holding stuff. He's also generously agreed to be a representative of all men. Yes. Yes.
0: Yes. So. I, I don't know. We, we didn't give him much of a choice maybe, but I, if anybody <laughs> does have any questions that they're like, I wish that the tunnel talk girls would ask a man about this thing in <laughs> wrestling. I can't find a man know. who's
1: into wrestling. <laughs> <laughs> <So>. <laughs>
0: well, you know, it's maybe it's like, you just want to find someone who will answer it in a way that makes you feel more informed than That's you right. did when you asked the question. And that I think is rare mm-hmm. in this yeah. world so we're very excited to pick his brain and that'll be coming out sometime mid-July um okay so this was a big week we had our usual rampage and dynamite and then we also had the forbidden door pay-per-view that we've been getting all of our njpw new man build up for uh how is everybody feeling going into the pay-per-view
2: and then how did you enjoy it I would say that the lead up to this one was a lot less stressful. I wasn't an- anxiously scanning all of the dirt sheets wondering whether everybody was going to show up for their match. That was better, I would say.
0: I guess I wondered <laughs> if uh, there were it was of course our our cursed injury pay-per-view. Mm. So, but that's like kind of like not the same when you're like will the universe fuck it over? That's a different <laughs> fear than yeah. like people are making me feel anxious. Right. Yeah.
1: And it is true. I was less stressed for sure, but I also was not very excited for this pay-per-view. I didn't feel like they'd done like a really good job at building up. Like a lot of the matches, I think because of the curse of injury situation, just felt like a real grab bag. And I think I think I saw something where Tony Khan was just like complaining that the New Japan people weren't like available for long enough to have like a long enough build up for oh, stuff. Really? So, yeah. Um, so anyway, it might not, you know. Might not be totally tony's fault but i did kind of think like if it weren't for doing this podcast i might not have spent the money on it if i was just like (laughs) left to my own devices i
0: I had gotten myself quite excited honestly i I, I, and honestly partly because i don't celebrate anybody's injuries i want everybody to not be injured but it was such a comedic build-up of like the (laughs) all the pieces moving around That he just kind of got me. I was just like, wow, I can't wait to find out what happens at this thing. Seems like it's pretty insane. So I was excited. And then uh, I felt totally fun. I felt totally fun as it happened. I said, wow, this is just such a normal, good time.
2: Yeah, for me, I think because there were no storylines that I was like invested in, I also wasn't anxious about them either. So it's just like, oh, I'm just going to... This is just for enjoyableness. That's all this is.
0: You know, people are talking about it because not everyone has uh, anxiety disorders. But it's actually (laughs) hard
2: to get to the
0: point in some of these storylines where, like, something big is going to happen. It feels... It makes you feel nervous and stressful. And this was not that. No, No, baby.
1: No, it was really fun. And I, like, wasn't looking forward to it. And there were hardly any matches I was looking forward to. Just basically, like, the Orange Cassidy one. Um but I had a great time. It went it flew by. It was so fast. And um, to me it felt like it felt like a beach read. You know, there was mm-hmm. nothing that substantial about it, but I had a great time. Yeah.
0: So. And it is the season for beach reads. So That's right. uh, yeah, I, I felt kind of the same. Uh, so we'll get into the details now. We're gonna start with this for us is like <laughs> the pretty big thing of the week. Was that best friends were back this week. Orange Cassidy was back this week. Uh Leah's new faves, punky Vice, did get their turn, so we're going to start there to keep her happy, but then we'll move into something that Anne and I prefer. Does that sound okay, mm-hmm. Leah?
2: I would say that my little bit is what brought... Dustin back. You think to that's
0: us. what did it? Oh, you yeah. Think so so really? I would
2: like some respect to put on my name because I, I work <laughs> really hard on this podcast. I have a different the
0: theory about what brought <laughs> Dustin back to us, but we'll get to it in time. Uh so FTR Rapungi Vice and Ozzy Open had their three-way tag at the pay-per-view, and this was for the IWGP. I, is that right? IWG I so. IWGP. Some I think U-ish? sometimes I mix it up and I say it the wrong way. The IWGP and ROH belts because Aussie Oh, Ozzy Obin had one and FTR had the other. Uh, and the kind of I've written a few times in this schedule, the plot of the match. I I think I'm going to be using <laughs> that going forward. Uh, the plot of the match was that Dax got injured pretty early on. And so Cash had to strongly and powerfully hold <laughs> off all four opponents all by himself uh, While well, everybody said, "Oh, the curse of the the curse of the pay per view," Dax is injured. <laughs> but then Dax came back, covered in tape, and uh, beat some people up, and then FTR did
2: win the match. Yeah,
0: yeah, and that did and that did happen.
2: <laughs> <laughs> no problem. I was uh, reading the Bleacher Report recap when I was like trying to prepare for this, and that recap was like weirdly like you know, something happened to Dax and everyone was so professional about it and they did their best <laughs> to carry on and Dax was a trooper for coming back. And I was like, I thought we all really agreed that it was a work. <laughs> like, it was pretty obviously a work. To like, but like, yeah. It yeah. surprised me enough that I, like, messaged my Sarah and was like, Meltzer also thinks it's a work, right? And, like, she was like, yeah. Why, why would you? And I was like, I don't know. I just got really confused for a minute. It's
1: crazy. Well, it was funny at the time because, like, the cameraman, like, really stuck with him as, like, the doctor was coming out mm-hmm. and stuff. And so I was like, oh, I see what's happening here?
0: Yeah, but then it's like even more than that. It's like you can you can kind of tell sometimes when like the match has been choreographed to be that Cash is out there alone again, powerfully defending. Yes. <laughs>
1: yeah, they were not making all that up on the fly for yeah. sure. No, yeah. Uh,
0: yeah. So they won, and you know, love love that for them. They've got three sets of belts now. Uh, that'll <laughs> probably be it. Probably they won't get any more belts. If I had to guess, that's probably it. You, yeah, you think, you think the, the Bucks are probably just going to keep? I them think they'll forever, keep them forever. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I do think they're going to keep <laughs> them forever. Yeah, um, this is totally fine. This is fine, Uh, Greg. I hope you had fun because if you ever see that woman again, Rocky <laughs> Romero, you are going to be so sorry. <laughs>
1: He has been working hard to redeem himself this week. Um, But yeah,
0: we do remember Greg. So right. The the North remembered. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. And then I don't remember anything else. Great. So let's move on. Uh, Also at Forbidden Door, much more importantly, Orange Cassidy was back in action against Will Ospreay. And this was a match for his IWGP belt that I don't remember the name of.
2: International. No, I think he has the U.S. belt, but it I think is we the U.S. belt. I think that <laughs> I think that we second guess ourselves because at the one time we called it the American belt, but like it's I think it's the IWGP United States Heavyweight Champion. Well, then
0: why were we so ashamed of ourselves for saying American? <laughs> like American U.S. It's not. It's the same.
2: I think that people got mad at us for not saying IWGP before. Did they the get words. mad at us? Who got Did mad anyone, at us?
1: Who's engaging with us? That's what I'd love to know. <laughs>
0: <laughs> if you guys can see Leah's face there's a little bit of okay keep your secrets <laughs> I don't know. um yes so this match was fun and i really it liked it was so it. fun
1: yeah <laughs> Orange Cassidy cassie was going so fast and hard and doing all those comedy bits and there was pocket shenanigans and some
0: intense pocket shenanigans there really time. was people have really been trying to get into those pockets this week yeah
1: Everyone wants to get into yeah, his Everyone pockets.
0: wants to get in there.
1: <laughs> or they want to put his it's hands like, in his pockets keeping for
0: him. in there? Gum? <laughs> his keys? <laughs> what are they looking for in there? No one got these men to stay in their own pockets. I
2: really, <laughs> I really like this match because, like, Orange Cassidy was, like, he was, like, mocking Will Osprey, but, like, in a much more athletic way than he usually does. Because usually he just, like he the the more intense they get the slothier he gets about it but like he did a lot of spots that were like pretty athletic and i was like losing it i was so happy i thought it was like a really spot heavy match in a good way
1: yeah it looked like he was just thrilled to be back mm-hmm. wrestling and i was thrilled to see him i missed him so much
0: my <laughs> <laughs> beautiful boy uh yeah i agree and then so we we knew that Will Ospreay was going to win. Pretty, we pretty much knew he was going to win because he had just gotten this American-U.S. belt, IWGP, <laughs> of the IWGP. Uh, but they did do, like, a big back and forth of, like, near pins, near falls at the end. So the the uh-huh. tension kind of racketed up. And yeah, then, and I was
1: like, assume going in that Will Ospreay was going to win, but then they almost, they got me a couple times where I really thought Orange Cassidy was about to and then got disappointed. But yeah. it was good.
0: good uh, and... Uh, oh god what was I going to say sorry (laughs) until it threw you off (laughs) no it's okay I just don't have that much empty brain feel no pain that's what I always say and (laughs) it sure is um, oh, afterwards, classic end to an Orange Cassidy match. All the men were like, we're not done with this. we got to keep beating this guy up. So he's just getting ragdolled uh, by United Empire and Will Ospreay. And then Rapungi Vice came out. and But then they got defeated. You know, it's like, oh, who will save him? So it was um, Shibata. <laughs> I, just, I just completely forgot. It was Shibata, who is a famous wrestler. Which yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I didn't really know that well when it happened no,
1: no <laughs> that's still, something we've learned
2: <laughs> I still don't did you like no. research him
0: no i i looked at <laughs> i look, looked at something that said he's famous and he had brain surgery in twenty seventeen and then I've seen many the... people
1: being like it's such a big deal that he like honored o c with his You know, playing along and his whatever, but I I don't know. One of the recaps I was
0: looking at at called him the wrestler. Like that (laughs) was like his moniker. Look, we don't know. We really don't know. Everyone on Twitter was having like a big argument for the past couple weeks about like AEW fans like don't know about New Japan. Yes, they do. And (sighs) someone after the pay per view was like, you can't say that anymore because he got such a pop shibata got such a pop and it's so clear that the bass does know and i was like yeah up to a point though like some of us (laughs) don't know and that's okay it's like okay that we don't know we don't know that much
1: yeah I think it's fine she that said
0: defensively.
1: People should be allowed to be new wrestling fans. So. Yeah.
0: And people should just be allowed to know nothing in general. <laughs> yeah. If they ha- if they're good-natured about it and fun <laughs> to be
2: around. That's right. Yeah, well there's a difference the way that we're stupid. Like we're we're not when we're stupid, we're like, yeah, we didn't know who that was, but like it is true that like some wrestling fans are like, I didn't know who that was, so it was a bad idea for him to show up. And oh, it's sure like, oh, yeah. Well
0: that's true no but this i thought this was very like everyone was really excited uh they did a whole thing where he you know like saved oc and then was like beckoning oc into the ring and then they did a spot where oc like put his sunglasses on shibata so it was very fun
2: Mm -hmm. and i and good for that man (laughs) (laughs) yeah with the i mean again knowing nothing maybe this is something we asked marty about but Mm all right the fact that like uh OC was like oh okay we're done here and like left the ring and Shibata was like no come back I want to do funny spots I want to do a comedy spot and apparently this man is like incredibly a huge legend that like that is pretty cool yeah it's very cool
0: and OC was doing some great little comedy faces of just like you want me to get back in the ring I just got out of the (laughs) ring I don't want to get back in actually (laughs) um yeah I thought this was all very fun
1: yeah, and OC did some fun like trickster type stuff cuz he like lay down at one point and then made a thump on the ring with his hands like to make it seem like to try to trick Will Osprey into thinking that he had fallen and was vulnerable, but he wasn't vulnerable. He was brought to roll. <laughs> and Will Osprey got tricked.
0: Yeah, he Stupid. got tricked. Always Stupid. enjoy it. <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then uh we got to see uh OC in action again on Dynamite. So this was a match that apparently Dan Lambert specially requested. Uh th- that's the setup. And so he fought OC fought Ethan Page and before the pay-per-view Sean Ross Sapp had reported that uh Tony con uh got finally got the rights to Jane which was OC's song on the Indies uh and then we didn't have it at the pay-per-view but we did get it on dynamite so he came out to Jane and best friends came out with him and they were in tie dye mm-hmm. track suits and they looked mm-hmm. so they stupid look so and they had stupid <laughs> stupid little <laughs> sunglasses on. <laughs> <laughs> it's I've... the
1: first time we've seen Dustin in weeks and months <laughs> and <laughs> he looked pretty as stupid as he could be he looks so bad yeah nobody loves
2: her. costumes more than Chuck Taylor. like like I love it it. It. <laughs> it
0: is true that ever since that time he was on his twitch or whatever being like yeah, I bought these great costumes on Etsy. Like, I'm gonna make everyone wear them, and they were those tracksuits where it's like you had to be in a certain light for them to do whatever they were supposed to do. So they looked like really normal most of the time. I just love imagining him. He's on. He is on Etsy, and he's like, I, I, yeah, I'm searching.
2: I do feel like that's like one of his. Like when I'm doom scrolling Twitter, like he is just on Etsy, either looking for costumes for himself or for his dog, and that's that's healthier. That's why I should
0: I should be doing that. If only I had a reason to buy. Etsy costumes.
1: We should just be constantly buying like matching like tunnel talk tracksuits for ourselves, the three of us, for our zooms.
2: So that for like, zooms, I'm yeah, the that the we can wear we'll
1: Exactly. Yep. Well,
0: I guess we. I guess we legally we could post photos. People could see them if they wanted to.
1: Legally, yeah, and it had new fan art of the best friends, right, including Chris. So that's yeah, pretty exciting. Yeah, Chris is
2: still on it, so that's amazing.
1: Yeah. Very. I felt very, very reassured cool. by all of this. <laughs>
0: And it was a very, like, vintage Orange orange Cassidy match where he brought back, after we said, in, I believe, our, our episode with Sarah, we were like, never sprays orange juice at people anymore. He brought it back. Uh, he sprayed orange juice in Dan Lambert's face. And I genuinely yeah. was like, I was like, this feels like the first time that anyone's had a spot with Dan Lambert where you were like, yes, justice. <laughs> justice.
1: I know. And it was, like, Dan Lambert's own orange juice, and he had, like... Faked like he was going to punch him and made Dan Lambert wince and then he took it away from him. So it was just, yeah, that's all I want to see is Dan Lambert scared and getting orange juice to spit in his face.
2: Very, very fun. <laughs> if Dan Lambert doesn't come out in a patch next week, I'm going to be very disappointed.
1: <laughs> a denim patch, yeah.
2: <laughs> oh, like, no, like an eye patch the way Julia uh, But a denim hearted, eye right? patch. But like a denim
1: eye patch,
0: though. Yeah 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 yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, <laughs> I do want to say that this is my. I, Look, wrestling is my hobby. I love the things I do when I'm watching wrestling. I love watching wrestling. Okay. But Strong I was disclaimer. so concerned about what was going on with Chuck Taylor and whether we were ever going to see him again that I listened to stupid Sean Ross. Sorry, Sean Ross app. But I listened to Sean Ross Sapp's, like little like news bag where like everyone did their Q and a, like everyone gives him questions and then he answers them. I, I couldn't be stupider tonight. And it's like pretty disturbing. <laughs> I listened to it and it could all be an email. You shouldn't have to listen to 40 <laughs> minutes of that to like hear what's going on with with these questions. But I did because I was like, like 10 people asked about Chuck Taylor. So surely he'll address it. <laughs> we get through 40 minutes of this podcast. And then at the end, he says, and guys, I see all your questions about Chuck Taylor. And I'm going to get to the bottom of it. And then <laughs> ends the podcast. And I was like, I'm going to lose my shit. And then dustin comes back this week and sean Russap tweets chuck taylor's back great news (laughs) he cracked it the great news is just that you didn't want to have to try and figure that out anymore because he was so clearly like he's like people are not really like responding to my texts about that
1: (laughs) (laughs) i think all the wrestling gossip bloggers are like so funny because they spend all their time on twitter like with like the dumbest possible like you know scoops and then the other half they're like fighting with randos that they shouldn't be talking to mm-hmm. it's like that person has like an egg and, and like subtweeting each other basically
2: <laughs> i do know what you
0: mean but that is so funny that person has an egg just leave it alone <laughs> no not a damn egg.
1: Do
0: anything. It's probably a probably bot. <laughs> i do love that i think we already said on this podcast but i love that dave melter and brian alvarez both now are like we're not you can't respond to us if we don't follow you and i do think it's quite funny i like it very much and so yeah. all you find are people in the responses just explaining why they're allowed to respond like just being like this is why brian alvarez follows me i guess i can respond they have nothing
2: to say about the content of the tweets so funny uh, i guess if you're a spark that is like the ultimate like yeah. pass you know what i mean you're like oh yeah. for sure yeah I can reply to tweets that I'll never be any cooler than this. Yeah, that is true. (laughs)
1: Like now Dave Meltzer can quote tweet me when I say something stupid about the ratings (laughs) to (laughs)
0: contradict me. My God. Uh, And then this is just like really tangential because Orange Cassidy won against Ethan Page. That was clear, right? Didn't say it, but I think it was pretty clear. (laughs) um tangentially because of men of the year Wardlow is going to fight Scorpio Sky for the TNT belt in a street fight that I didn't look up when it would happen even though Wednesday Wednesday on Wednesday next (laughs) Wednesday the next uh and that'll be a street fight and all the best to Scorpio Sky's groin (laughs) I hope it's doing really
2: good do you guys think that this is going to kick off a um top team versus best friends feud or no Hmm. I pray to God. No, I pray <laughs> to God. No, you do. I you like think Best
1: friends lately, like keeps getting roped into like FTR is there. And like Dan Lambert is there. It's just like, Tony, what do we do to you? Yeah. They'd
0: love to use best friends for like a little starter feud. I, mm-hmm. you know, the thing is I wouldn't be that surprised if they roped best friends in because at this point it's been a year of American top team and yeah. everything has been bad. But best friends are, like, so feel good that that might be the next step. Like, Tony's Mm -hmm. just like, we got to get someone in there who it's like people are going to want to watch it, even if Dan Lambert is there. And it is true (laughs) that in this match, OC did the best job that anyone has done of making me be like, it's fine that Dan Lambert is there because you don't respect Mm -hmm. him. And that's so important. Right. Yeah.
1: Right. When you try to put Dan Lambert against other heels, it's just like, what are we doing here? But at least yeah
0: the craziest thing they could have done two times in a row is to be like it's going to be heel versus heel and i don't know what they thought was going to happen i'd love to know what they thought was going to happen with cody and brandy and with ty and sammy it's it's crazy
2: and with jericho
0: (laughs) was jericho feuding against dan Dan lambert Lambert? did i forget that
1: (laughs) i try so hard not to remember anything about dan lambert and then there's all these just american top team people around and it's just like there is no need for them to be here go back to your own place <laughs> like,
2: what is Ameri- what is the sport mma yeah yeah my brothers are into mma so i was home last weekend and they were telling me so many facts about mma and dan lambert that i was it was like it was like a really weird information exchange and now i'm just, <laughs> like, just like they're not relevant and i won't tell them but i am like yeah dan lambert's got like a whole history <laughs> <laughs> is
0: it in, is, does it make you
2: like him more or less or neither less less well, mm. he's like he's like kind of okay so i'll keep this short <laughs> yeah. and you can cut yeah. it if it's terrible but so there was two guys that and i'm listen if you are an mma fan and i get these facts wrong i you don't know what you expected we
0: get facts about our own sport wrong yeah we, it's not our fault
2: so there was two guys that had like a big mma also has feuds and whatever so these two guys had a big long feud and they were gonna fight they used to be on the same team they used to be best friends they used to be roommates yeah Dan Lambert was coaching one of them and he said to the guy this you could make yourself more over if you became a more more cartoonish heel so this guy started like spouting this MAGA stuff and like pro Donald Trump and like really saying some like absolutely wretched shit and Dan Lambert had to be like okay well I told him to do some of that but like I didn't tell him to go that far. He got re- he went really far, and then that I think I'm gonna screw this up. I think the MAGA guy saw after the fight saw the other guy at a restaurant and went in and just decked him in the face, like as he was like sitting at a in table the restaurant in the restaurant. And like, so, like at an Applebee's, yeah, in front yeah. of his yeah. salad, and, he, <laughs> and now he's like facing like assault charges, and oh, people God. keep being like, "Damn, Jeez. Lambert started this. He was a good boy." <laughs> And Dan Lambert told him to be a heel, and now like he didn't he didn't know restraint.
0: Wow. Well,
2: that's crazy. That's
0: like a thing where I'm like, well, you should know like not to dick someone in a <laughs> restaurant because you're playing a heel character. I feel comfortable, kind of spreading the blame around on that one. <laughs> I will say it's like I, that. Illuminates a little bit what Dan Lambert thinks he's doing in our company for a full year, where he's like, "People (laughs) love it when you're playing a really cartoonish heel," and it's like, "Yeah, if the cartoon is like fun, (laughs) like fun to watch, and if there's
1: like a good guy to root for against you instead of just like which of these people do I hate more." Mm
0: -hmm. This
2: is crazy. And the thing about our heels is that you are aware that they are like playing a character, but like, yeah, MMA also like people.
1: Yeah, right. That's crazy. Well, and also when you bring, like, some political stuff in, it's just like, let's just say it's not fun for all of us. Yeah. <laughs> like, no, don't
2: look at when Dan Lambert does it. No, no. don't enjoy
1: it. Like, I don't, you or, know, MJF does it without
0: adding that
1: kind of extra real life stuff.
0: And Dan Lambert is operating on so many levels of bad because he loves to bring in the gender stuff as well. And it's like, yeah, oh, don't. Sure does. Hey, don't talk about it, But <laughs> No. Just don't. No. Well, I didn't expect us to talk about any of that, but quite interesting. Uh, let's move into a, a little heel turn that we've all been loving.
1: Yeah, Dan Lambert takes some lessons from this heel turn. Yeah.
0: <laughs> if you want a cartoon,
1: a fun cartoon.
0: This is the funnest cartoon of them all. Uh, Christian Cage showed up again on Dynamite this week in another little turtleneck and blazer combo. He's really, he hit the nail on the head with this uh, <laughs> little it. outfit uh, to cut a promo where he said that he got told he had to come out and apologize for being mean to Jungle Boys dead. Dad. So he is sorry basically that JB's whole family sucks ass, except his <laughs> mom, who should call Christian. <laughs> mwah, mwah, mwah. And I guess he's so good. S- I missed some of this, I think, but he had said he wanted a fight on Dynamite. I, I don't know. If, I don't know if he specifically said he wanted to fight Serpentico. It seems so unlikely, but uh, <laughs> he said he wanted to fight, but he didn't show up ready to fight. Obviously, and so in the promo he was like, "That's because the fight's not for me." And who? What? Well, 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 <laughs> who came stomping out the heel tunnel to some new Darth Vader theme? But Luchasaurus, dark Crazy. Luchasaurus, wearing a I, dark
1: mask. I dark. loved it. It was loved so it. good. This
0: staggered me it really I was just like I didn't expect
1: it at all it was yeah so intense Uh, (laughs) the theme was so funny Christian's whole turtle like the fact that he's decided he's bad now so he wears turtlenecks is so funny like
0: well it's so funny because he's been operating in this pretty psychologically realistic realm like before his heel turn so then last week we're having this conversation where we're just like I don't know if like I'm or I'm saying anyway I'm like I don't know that we needed all that explanation like doesn't really fully add up it's like pretty like over the top but I think he he just is like yeah that's what I'm doing it's (laughs) cranking it up to 15 that's how I'm heel turning so (laughs) fucking fast Uh, and actually you know what go for it babe you you know what I can't argue with the results
1: yeah, it's working for me so much. It's just like so over the top that it's just absolutely delightful. It's like, look at this man swinging for the fences. Like nothing <laughs> is subtle about this. Like and he knows
0: he's good at being a jackass in that mm-hmm. way, and he's right. Like he yeah. is great at it's it. It's
1: still killing me that he's just talking in this like authoritative, like children, please be quiet kind <laughs> of way. Like it works so well but for also me. It's just so like so
0: dickish. Like he's yeah like, um, right out the gate. He's like, yeah, I'll be. Oh, I'll be. I'm a bad guy.
1: <laughs> what if jungle boy's mom comes out one time and he's also like stolen her mind from her and she is he that's really what could. i was
2: saying that it would like be an i was saying this earlier in our group chat that it would be an amazing twist of like christian cage starts picking off all of christian uh, of all of jb's allies one by one by first his parents well mother sorry luke parents <laughs> <laughs> wow leah's heel Barry. turn <laughs> <laughs> and then, like, he gets Anna J, like, I, mm. it would just be, like, so funny because Jungle Boy would not be able to handle it even the slightest bit. Like, okay. just picture him blinking, being like, can somebody help me? It
0: would not be appropriate for Christian to be coming out with, like, Anna J, like, on his arm. But at the same time, it's, like, not a no for me. You know what I mean? It's not a no for me. It's <laughs> not a no. If
1: he had energy on one arm and Junker Boy's
2: mom on the other arm. <laughs> like, it's a like full cartoon. I'm
0: full in my cartoon. leisure to watch it, obviously. Uh, I think it's so great. I did realize in the middle of trying to remember what had happened in this promo, and I was, like, I wonder if we're ever going to get a, like an explanation of how he turned Luchasaurus around so quickly, like, or, you know, even a cartoon mm-hmm. explanation. And then I realized that I do think that it is, this is the plot of we're back. The the animated dinosaur film that a uh, nineties kids might be familiar with, um, where I don't remember a lot of the plot. <laughs> I'm going to pass this one over to Leah. Do you,
2: i do because yeah. when you put this in the schedule i was so staggered that i almost lost my mind it's absolutely perfect the plot of we're back is that a small brooklyn kid named Louie becomes friends with a bunch of dinosaurs that are gonna ha- be in an exhibit at the museum of history and it's like very heartwarming and then this mean circus man like <laughs> manages to like <laughs> brainwash them so then they're like evil angry dinosaurs and they're like stomping people and then they almost like kill like the circus man and then Louie has to like he, he has to like plead with the dinosaur to come back. And he's like, I believed in you kind of stuff. And I'm like, yeah. I'm going to freaking lose my mind. If Jungle Boy ever had to be like, Luchasaurus, this isn't you.
0: This isn't you. And Luchasaurus is going to kill him. And he's mm-hmm. just like leaves himself in Luchasaurus's hands. He's like, I know this isn't you.
2: Mm-hmm. And he talks about <laughs> be being a good dinosaur.
0: Be it, Rex means king. Be a king. <laughs> So, maybe that'll be where we're going, but uh, we're having fun. I'm happy uh let's talk about another I, some some of these funny storylines are really starting to pop off, and I'm pretty happy about it. Uh, I know. as you guys know, the Gun Club and the acclaimed have been teaming up for a while now. Billy Gunn has been showing increasingly a preference for his many people have said new sons we know that it is more of a like
2: new sexy side yeah. piece yeah.
1: stepmom
0: vibe <laughs>
1: What know, know his favorite yeah yeah, yeah.
2: but the Anthony vibe that's getting in there yeah, yeah the vibe that the acclaimed have with billy Gunn is not paternal when no. you yell scissor me daddy ass that's not yeah the, no. vi- the
0: vibe is so intensely we're gonna get in that will and yeah. <laughs> they this week got in the will. So I think something happened in the um, pre-show for the pay-per-view where like Danhausen was making fun of the ass boy. They wrote a little theme song and played it. So they challenged Danhausen and said, "Find any two guys you want." He found FTR and <laughs> brought them out on Dynamite, which I was like, "That makes no sense." But then I guess uh, th- through the
2: punk connection, maybe it almost does he is friends with them on social media but i agree if you are a dynamite watcher it doesn't really make any sense
0: it really just feel, felt like tony was like ftr is so over we have to get them a little match and they are and i i've reached the point where i'm like i guess i can't argue about it people love ftr just not me so i have to let people have it so ftr did fight and they spanked the ass boys <laughs> on their butts
1: <laughs> <laughs> just normal basic cable 8 p.m. classic of stuff
0: yeah just playful uh <laughs> and anthony bowens like uh, somehow the the younger guns were like convinced that anthony bowens had lost them this match Andy Bones jumped up out of his wheelchair and he was healed.
1: (laughs) And he was trying to help. Tried to
2: help. Yeah, but I knew what he
0: did that they were mad about.
2: He also had a uh, crutch. So he got up on the ring apron with a crutch and he went to go hit FTR or Dan Housen. I don't remember with the crutch, but they, whoever it was, ducked. So the crutch hit Austin, I believe. And Austin went down. Therefore, giving whoever got the pin that chance perfect
0: uh anyway they were all mad everyone got in a fight billy gunn sided with the acclaimed and drove his (laughs) own sons out of the ring did he shove one of his sons i think he he did did. push him like go away i know who was the little gun who did he have his hair in little piggy
2: tails that was colton yeah i
0: I was obsessed with that look
2: (laughs) (laughs) because he he had the dumb little pigtails but then he was like Mm. had like a distressed like Daddy, look at <laughs> <out> his face. <laughs> Don't do this to me. Well, they <laughs> just Why? so
1: funny too, cause like I didn't expect this to be like I him preferring the acclaim to his own sons. It just seemed like a grace note, like just a little funny, like side thing. Like it, we're doing jokes, and now it's like a central storyline thing, and it's so delightful for to me for them to like really follow up on that and just like make it a thing.
0: You know, I didn't know. I think it was one of those things where it's like, it wasn't clear to me early on, like how much screen time this whole thing was going to be getting. But I did actually think very early on that Billy Gunn was going to turn on, uh, his own sons for the acclaimed because of that one time that like Colton or Austin was like trying to push in to get in the shot. And Billy was just like, I'm just with my, my wives actually. I don't <laughs> have time for you. So, But I didn't know if they would give it screen time again. And they did. And uh, I really liked that. No idea where we're going with it. But, um, okay. Let's talk about... (laughs) It's really not that any of this is bad. There's just so much of it to get through. (laughs) Let's talk about everything that was going on with the various members of Jericho Appreciation Society and the Babysitter's Club. So, at the pay-per-view, we had... This was the opening match. Jericho, Sammy Guevara, and Suzuki versus Eddie, uh, Shota, and Yuta. This was really fun, actually. Yeah. Which I didn't see coming.
2: Yeah. I, I mean, I don't think that I could say that I followed any of it, but it was like you could unfocus your eyes and just absorb all of it in. And it was just absolute chaos. And some of it you could absorb.
0: Like, the, the, there was a big – Eddie and Suzuki were chest-slapping each mm-hmm. other stupid uh and commentary was like wow it makes you feel alive to see i was like yeah it really does (laughs) they love hitting each other is anyone else noticing
2: this they're crazy about it eddie's look the entire that entire match was just like i'm having the time of my life yeah he did seem
0: very very happy uh and suzuki does that great thing where he just like fully like no sells it and is like you can do anything to me and i can take it and you really mm-hmm. buy it honestly mm-hmm. when you're looking at him you're like yeah that's sturdy murder grandpa yeah <laughs> he can handle it <laughs> uh it did suck leah i think you said this that sammy got to be in this match instead of little it Danny Garcia have been,
2: it shouldn't have been sammy it, it shouldn't have been sammy it's no.
0: gross sammy's back
2: and he's, like, really back in a big way. <laughs>
1: I know. He gets a lot of screen time. <laughs> yeah.
0: Well, he's so good at jumping, but...
2: Mm. Not good at personality. No. No. I do enjoy how much the crowd it enjoys chanting that, like, uh, shut, the fucks up. shut the fuck up Sammy or whatever they're chanting at him is just so good. Yeah.
0: It's, yeah, it's interesting to think about where we're going with sammy but uh this match also was interesting because we hadn't really gotten introduced to mox's uh and jpw son shoda at all uh but i really liked him in this match but i didn't know anything about him and i still don't yeah, you know
1: it's kind of disappointing he's like very good looking and i was very into so his whole cute. vibe so
0: and he was yeah. wearing wasn't he wearing like a
2: really cute little outfit
1: yeah i, I feel know. like it was like kind of was it like bright pink or pink? it was very bright yeah. anyway yeah there was
2: pink and swirls and it was very funny because mm-hmm. the only thing i did know about him was that he looks up to mox and like mox is an idol and you're just like oh that kid yeah I know. That's so sweet. well and like
1: the only thing on dynamite that told us that i think was just the chiron when he came out was like he's mox's protege or whatever and it's like yeah you could have spent like five minutes like
0: introducing him instead just of take Sammy, me backstage but, and you know. show me mox ruffling boys's hair yeah, like exactly. ruffling all his beautiful boys hair and be like Man. we're gonna do so much That'd fun be a violence promo would <laughs> be so good
2: did eddie um, did eddie take a picture and put it on twitter of him and Sh- yuda and shoda and just tag it uncle eddie and the boys i'm pretty sure that <laughs> I, happened i have
0: to look that up because i did not see that but i of course love that delightful. uh okay and then so brian danielson had i think we said this on the last podcast probably i don't really know um He said he was going to have a mystery mystery replacement for his match versus Zack Sabre Jr., which was supposed to be, like, a match of, like, the technical wrestling titans. So everybody on the internet had been like, it's probably Claudio, and I think it's Claudio. Uh, (laughs) And it was Claudio, Uh, which it was just, like, very funny like cuz sometimes they do a really good job of protecting the secrets of who's going to be there and this was like the opposite where it's like <laughs> like at the beginning of the pay-per-view <laughs> so Sean Rossap a couple hours before the pay-per-view had run this piece where he was like it's Claudio. Here's what I know. And then at the end he had this little note that was like, "Please do your best to like not disseminate this information in a way that might spoil <laughs> it for people who like might want the surprise during the pay-per-view," which I was like, that makes you get yelled at a lot for like leaking stories as a gossip blogger. So that <laughs> seems fine and normal. But then like at the beginning of the pay-per-view Dave, Dave Meltzer tweeted and was like, "Claudio is backstage for what it's worth." <laughs> <laughs> And everyone was like so just being like sub-tweet. Dave <laughs>
1: I feel like lately I just really want to bully Sean Rossap like a lot. <laughs> I don't know if you've had that
0: feeling. Oh, you want to bully I- Sean Ra- I was like, I
1: wanna bully mm-hmm. Dave in
0: that moment. Oh well yeah, like, I mean Dave I definitely you're so bully mad that Sean Rossap got a little scoop or something. I don't know what's scoop. going on here. I
1: do think it's very funny how the two of them just are like <laughs> So a little just the sub tweeting is very immature it's i like, know you like, met?
0: you're grown men the oh gossip God. vloggers are fighting yeah, a little <laughs> cat sound <laughs> uh so but it was claudio we didn't know anything about him coming in so we're going to give him our little new man rating because he is
2: all elite and he's in the mix now ladies i think that he's kind of getting a leg up because i think usually when we rate somebody it's because They've come out on stage and we've seen them just on stage. We have now seen him wrestle twice, which is like, yeah. we've got a lot of data, but I think and, we should, we're going to rate him anyways. But
0: And he came in with the, the, hot, the hot info about Claudio yeah. is that he and Eddie have long-term mm. beef.
2: Yeah. yeah. And juicy. that instantly makes him interesting. Yes. Mm-hmm. Hello.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Y'all are in a fight? Yeah, I'm I am awake. Yeah. <laughs> well,
2: uh, with the information that I have, I'm going to give him an 8.5. Okay.
1: I was at like a 9.5. I think he is super hot. I loved his energy. He seemed very happy to be there. Um, He's very large in a way that's very proportionate. So you're like, he looks regular, but I think he's like a lot bigger than everybody. (laughs) And then you like Google and he's like 6'5 and you're like, wow, okay. And he does his little playground maneuver of just spitting people,
0: (laughs) which (laughs) it looks like he's just playing with a toddler. People were clamoring for that swing. It's where he just swings him in a circle. Mm-hmm, that people yeah. were going crazy you know it's funny I really I enjoyed him perfectly fine I'm quite interested in what whether they're going to do anything with his situation with Eddie which we'll get into a little more in a moment but like in terms of like what I, my heart feels when I think about him 6.5 he's got wow. he's got room to grow for me because he ha- <laughs> didn't do anything that made me be like oh shocking
1: that's, <laughs> that's so me. interesting my friend that's very interesting my friend Jeff told me that he has picked Paul White up and like wow deadlifted him and thrown him out of the ring so I'm pretty excited for his feats of strength I'm ready to marvel at him
0: I'm ready to marvel I think you know I think I've almost never really been enchanted by the feats of strength I really want to see what he's gonna say so he's at, I'm at my leisure. I I, I surprised <laughs> myself too because I would have said I had a really good reaction, but I just don't really feel that much. But I don't dislike him, and I'm prepared to let yeah. him. I mean, a six point five is above average. Hey, you know. my heart is open. <laughs> yeah. Um, he does look like a really big Stanley Tucci kind of. I, <laughs> I I had did, didn't really get support by from any of my co-hosts. I got support from <laughs> others, but I think it's right. I think you can see it.
1: It's not wrong, but he is sort of objectively more symmetrical.
0: My, uh, okay. Better looking.
1: Ooh. Stanley Tucci's Ooh. personality oh. makes him very attractive, oh, but no. it's not like okay. a like I... just looking at him <laughs> situation.
0: For some of us, it is. For some okay. of us, when we look at Stanley Tucci. <laughs> <laughs> Stanley Tucci. Stanley T- the Tucci. Stanley Tucci, the Tucci, yeah, and the Devil Wears Prada, yeah. That's Stanley Tucci, That's Stanley Tucci, yeah. You know, it, it's actually beautiful. People have different tastes in this world. That's actually it's really important. Life's it's beautiful, a rich
1: tapestry. It's so yeah, rich. I always do think about when my uh, my best friend and I lived together in Boston, and we were watching like Flight of the Concords together, and we both agreed that one of them was clearly much more attractive <laughs> than the other one, but we disagreed about which was which.
2: <laughs> How many times have we beautiful. done that with Santana or and Ortiz? So though? many times. Yeah. like, well, he's the cute, the cute one. <laughs> one. <laughs> our, our group chat has gotten in a number of fights because Not we... A good mnemonic. Some yeah. of us are
0: like, we easily can just say the cute one and know which is which. And it turned out we couldn't.
2: No. Uh, That's pushback.
0: Then finally, at the pay-per-view, Mox fought Tanahashi and won. And that was the last match of the night. And I was so sleepy. And I was so <laughs> sure that Mox was going to win, which he did. So I had a perfectly fun time, but I can't tell you anything I saw in that match. No,
2: no, it, you were nothing. East coast time for this pay-per-view. So yeah. that was, that was definitely a bad time.
0: Yeah, it was really bad. T- it, w- it didn't go as long as the last one, but like,
2: it's still a long
0: night. And like, it's like the whole night, you know, <laughs> you're kind of doing that the whole night.
2: Yeah. And there was like yeah. absolutely no suspense to this. And I mean, they were both really good wrestlers, but it's like they're both good guys. They're not going to do anything crazy. It's not like there's going to be – I don't know. I just, like, the yeah. whole time I was like, are they Are they done? They're done? <laughs> Y'all done? Y'all done here? Honestly,
1: <laughs> like, I love Mox and Tanahashi is great, but I think I was like, yeah, I got to take the dog out. Like,
0: <laughs> this is – sorry, guys. It was, They were great. They really were great, and I really felt like – I was like, oh, I love Tanahashi. Like, I really, like, felt it. Like, I get why mm-hmm. that guy is a thing while I was watching this. Uh, yeah but just you're, you're right no suspense and it was late and the fa- these pay-per-views are really long they they're are really, really long. long and I know that like it's good to have a lot of something you like but too much of a good thing <laughs>
1: yeah kind of what a pay-per-view out. is yeah it's
0: earlier creepy. I was
1: I went to my parents for dinner that night before the pay-per-view and my dad was like oh and how long is the pay-per-view like an hour and a half and I was like <laughs> If only <laughs> I no, was like no like four to five hours and they were like oh and then my mom said well I guess you get your money's worth. <laughs> like, well you. that
2: wasn't that Tony's argument when yeah. everybody was yelling at him about double or nothing he was like well it's a lot of money I want to make sure everyone gets their money's worth and <laughs> it's I'm like the
0: same attitude that all movies have these days where they're like well they paid for the ticket so they're gonna want it to be a three-hour movie no I yeah. still want it to be no. 90 minutes actually 90 I want minutes. to be a perfect 90 min.
1: Yeah, yeah. Ninety minutes is the exact time a movie should be. It's tight. You know, put in the work to make it shorter. That's and what I say. The
0: one thing that pay per views or not pay per views. The one thing that wrestling has not taken from one of its fathers, theater, is the <laughs> intermission. They don't know about yeah. the intermission
1: i love yeah. it if there was a little intermission. It's Please always – it, it's rough because you got to pick your match to be your bathroom break, and then it's rough when everyone picks the same match. I feel bad for the rest of yeah. the whole arena, yeah. like, stands up and walks
0: out. But it's like, what are you supposed to do? That's why I liked that one time it was Paul White because you felt like <laughs> know. they know, Didn't feel that they bad. know that's yeah. the bathroom break, right? <laughs> right, yeah. Uh, okay, and then – so the, the whole pay-per-view ended with this big run-on where, like, all of the Babysitter's Club – jazz people were fighting blah 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 to get us ready for blood and guts on Wednesday uh yeah.
1: and which, I really wanted Kenny to come back in this pay-per-view and just so many people ran out who were not Kenny so many, many people yeah and none of them were Kenny. none of not them were Kenny one.
0: and we we will get into Kenny and uh, we'll talk about it when we get to the the little young bucks but uh none of them were Kenny they were all men known to us <laughs> who would be fighting at, at bloody gutty and they did fight for a full hour at Blood and Guts, mm-hmm. which is what mm-hmm. we now shall discuss. It was which an was, hour. Yeah, it was yeah, kind 45. of the same problem as the. <laughs> it was an hour, pretty much. <laughs> it was
2: an hour,
1: but there was only forty-five minutes of wrestling okay, because okay. they did a full fifteen
0: 45. of entrances.
2: <laughs> it was a forty-six forty-five. <laughs> okay, oh, I've upset
0: my dog. She's like, "Why are you screaming about that?" Um, <laughs> yes, uh, you know, it was totally fun, but it yeah. was a lot of. Yeah. match
2: it was yeah. a lot of
0: men and a lot of men
2: a lot of men it was. i didn't and like i'm sorry i have when i have to look through the cage I you know, that's just an extra obstacle for my brain to have to it's process so much worse
1: on tv than in person too which i don't oh quite really get, i was
0: gonna say i i remembered it being worse in person but huh. I do have some—I have some like light-related vision issues, so that uh, could be a separate thing. For I me. just remember
1: uh, in person being like, "Oh no, it's a cage match. I won't be able to see anything." And then being like, "Oh no, it's actually fine." So I don't know, but
0: different eyes, different eyes, and mine are quite bad. So, um, but I did think it was fun. There were some like really fun. We got to see Claudio in action some more. For some <sighs> reason, he, they started out with him fighting Sammy Guevara, which I was like, "This couldn't be less." what i want (laughs) uh, eddie got stuck outside the cage waiting for a long time for his chance to go in and i that was that
2: was was the best decision they could have made because he was just pacing like like he was just like going wild out there just pacing i think our friend caroline said that he looked like a little kid that wouldn't be that wasn't being led into recess
0: yeah and then when he did get in with that kendo stick and just started the whacking people <laughs> left and right. Like it's like completely thoughtlessly where he's just like Wap, lap, lap. Um Just like the little like the little bunny foo foo situation. I loved it. It was comedy. Was that what they meant? I don't know. I don't know if they meant for it to be comedy.
1: I don't know. Yeah, I could never tell how much of these things are supposed to be commentary or comedy, but um yeah, but it was a lot of fun. They were real brutal, you know, they're Shoving forks into people's heads and skewers and stuff. Oh, and yeah. They had so many props in this. So match. many tacks. They had
0: snuck all kinds of little. They
1: dismantled the ring. Like you know? First, mostly reason. kind of
0: like
2: takeout implements. <laughs> For some reason, <laughs> the rubbing alcohol really sent me over the edge. I thought that was so fucking funny. There's two <laughs> different spots with someone threatening rubbing alcohol. <laughs> as a weapon, that's mean. hilarious because it's it's just going to make them burn.
1: <laughs> and, I'm going to disinfect you.
2: And
0: uh, Jericho had uh, had dressed the, the whole crew up in those <laughs> like red mesh. Red mesh shirts. And suspenders. Yep. and it, it kind
1: of looked like red pleather pants I, and red hats. It was very intense. It was unhinged. I unhinged. do think they all have some strong comedy instincts when it comes yeah. to heel gear. Yeah,
2: yeah. I, uh, I last year the Jericho's group wore all white. And do you remember we talked about how much yes. like some of those blood <laughs> stains looked like people had made had period mistakes? Yes. Mm-hmm. So I feel like this time they were like, "That's not happening. We're gonna start red." <laughs> Then we're going to look cool the whole time.
0: Leah, it was the first thing I thought when they came <laughs> out. I was like, they learned from last time. And it's not going to be bloody diaper time this year, <laughs> which is repulsive. But it is how it looked, especially when it was, who was it? It wasn't Jericho's team. It was, was FTR. It? It was the, it was, uh, yeah, because oh, I, I, FTR was in Pinnacle
1: white. That's right. be. And I think right. white Jericho is, like, was, classic for a bloody match. Yeah. But I do think if you're in white trunks, it's a mistake. Yeah. <laughs> so. and I,
0: yeah like, a white shirt looks cool when it gets bloody. Mm-hmm. Most other white gear
2: doesn't. No. Like, you know. Especially panties. It's well, just, we've all seen that is one it. of those things where it's, like, that if you think that a a white panty with blood all over it looks cool you like spend enough time with women like that's one of those things (laughs) ask ask a woman what her first thought is you don't
1: look macho let's just say that
0: (laughs) um yeah and then so the ending of this was there was a whole thing where they got up on the top of the thing and uh Claudio pinned, I think, Matt Menard while Eddie was, or not, didn't pin, uh, Matt Menard tapped out while. Cla- while Eddie was trying to get Jericho to tap out. So there was a little mm-hmm. tension on top of the ring where Eddie was mm-hmm. clearly like, I wanted to finish this match and fucking Claudio did. And he'd already like clearly been so pissed at Mox about like, why <laughs> did you bring this guy in <laughs> at the end of the pay per view? Uh, but then they seemed, Mox was like trying to get them to make their peace while they were all up there playing at the end. And. <laughs> it seemed to work. It was really unclear to me, like whether the storyline is going to be like, yeah, actually they're going to be fine now or whether it's going to keep splintering. I don't know.
1: I think probably keep splintering or at least be like unhappy, you know, where like, (laughs) like Brian Danielson and Eddie are still not, they don't like each other you know
0: yeah that makes the most sense for sure they just were like really they were up there for a while doing the whole (laughs) thing where they're like patting each other being like claudius being like okay man okay so i was like i can't really
2: tell but yeah i hope it keeps being a problem it would no. be a little bit of comedy to me if Claudio picked someone in the BCC that he fucking hated. And so it'll just be like this <laughs> thing. Where, like, Eddie hates Brian Danielson oh, and Claudio. Yeah. Claudio hates Yuta. Yuta hates. Yes, yes. Complicate the dynamics. Oh, yeah. The idea That's of
0: Yuta hating anybody and not being yeah. yeah. like... I couldn't be <laughs> <get> a <sense laughs> that
1: That's the end of the chain. Just Yuta yeah. <laughs> at the bottom. <laughs> Yuta's
0: like, I like when we all do violence together. <laughs> I think it's fun.
1: I know. I do like how wrestling, they like a storyline of like... I was having a good time with my friends. And then my friend invited someone I hated to the group. And now I'm having a bad
0: time. Like, <laughs> yeah,
2: it's That's relatable. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, we've all been there. We've all been like, why is she at this party? Yeah.
0: Oh, we sure have been <laughs> uh, in bullet club news. The young bucks and El Fantasmo fought sting Darby and Shingo Takagi at the pay-per-view. This match was so fun. Yeah. Not surprising it was
2: i feel like El Fantasma was sold to us as just as obnoxious as the young bucks and that was enough for it to make me excited and then he delivered i was like yeah was that man great. is so obnoxious
1: it was very fun it started with sting doing a very dramatic little dive in that was i he's doing more and more every week like he's um i know he's feeling limber. from the fountain of youth or something it Darabie's was blood. so
2: high Darabie's Darabie's too like <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> what have <if> I said?
2: <laughs> Nick Jackson posted a picture on Instagram of sting diving. And he like, he was just so high up. I was like, how did like, even if they caught him, like he's very heavy. How did that work?
0: <laughs> I don't know, but he seemed fine afterwards. Oh yeah. And he was like, he mm. did a whole dramatic thing where he was like missing an action. And it was like, where's sting? <laughs> Which I said, kind of made him like McCavity the cat. From Cats. <laughs> <laughs> Which everybody loved and thought was, like, really cool, a really cool comment. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, it was just a really fun match. The Bucks got to bully Darby, which I loved watching. It's, like, pretty much, like, the only thing I want to see ever in my life. Like, they lost. Like, the results are not surprising. The match was not surprising. It just was good to watch. It was just fun. Agreed. And nipples got grabbed. Stings, nipples. Yes. Stings, little nipples. Yeah. Is this when they said
1: said like the areolas are in the mix or something from commentary. <laughs> they did there say was something s- like
0: that, yeah. The areolas were mentioned at some point. They were anyway. out- commentary was out of control because they also were like really into commenting on people's hips during the pay-per-view. Yeah. Like loose hips, powerful their strong hips. hips. Strong hips, yeah. Like <laughs> tight little hips. I don't know. They were saying all <laughs> kinds of things.
2: And the, I think they at one point were like, and this is the first time the Bucks have gotten their hands on Darby in the ring. And I was like, what is that <laughs> <mean?">
1: <laughs> And the funny thing is that JR was like like off commentary for most of this <laughs> pay-per-view like they just brought him out in the middle like to which like well, i th- love like we can have a little entrance for jr if, if that's in exchange they do seem only. to be commenting on one match
0: yeah they do seem to be trying to phase him off they just started trying to phase him off commentary so they're having him come out for like specific matches on dynamite was it i you'd think that i would know this because i did listen but it was was it taz and it was uh yeah it was taz and excalibur and tony Yes. Yeah. yeah. And Tony was having a great
1: time. Yeah. I thought Well, yeah, Taz Tony's going to be having a
0: blast with Taz and yeah. Excalibur. Yeah. I know. He was like,
1: wow, well, commentary is so much more fun than it used T- to be. Times are good for Tony. <laughs> but I thought it was funny because they were, um, they brought JR out for like, I guess the Jericho Appreciation Society match. And it was like, oh good. They're not letting him comment on women's
0: matches. But then he still managed to say Jezebel about Ty Conti. So <laughs> he fi- him. Life finds a way. Works hard. <laughs> uh, and then later in the night uh, after the box match at the pay-per-view, hangman adam cole jay white and okada had their four-way match so a lot of this was just adam cole and jay white like compulsively scorpioning each other and turning on each other when they (laughs) said that they would work together which was great to watch like you'd Mm -hmm. never get tired of it uh but the thing that was happening in this match was that leah do you want to explain this
2: yeah i got it from from my sarah um and i think what's going on is that he had a he had a concussion after double or nothing with Samoa Joe. And Mm -hmm. that's why he was on commentary for a while. And then in this match, he got a concussion early in the match, but he thought he was okay. And like, he was still working through it. And then at some point, Jay White realized how fucked up he was and how dazed he was. And he called the audible and pinned, like, he was always supposed to pin Adam yeah. Cole, but, like, the one it was that... very abrupt. Yeah, it right Adam fast, Cole was yeah. supposed to kick out of that one, and Jay, call, Jay called it, and then that's why you saw him talk to the ref about it, and so that's... I, I guess that he got another concussion, and then that's what happened.
1: That's I good he did that, because, like, concussed people are not good at telling how days they yeah. are, for sure. No. But messed and up.
0: So, very good that they called that, really... Gen- genuinely it's always genuine but not when I made that <laughs> joke about Scorpio sky but best wishes to Adam <laughs> so feel better baby um but the thing that we kind of missed because uh clearly they were like kind of like on the fly being like okay we got to roll out what we were gonna do but not when we thought we were gonna do it the Bucks did come out at the end of this match to the ring and tried to go check on hangman and uh Kyle O'Reilly stopped them, like yanked them back. But the camera crew clearly, like, wasn't really sure what they should or could be filming because of the actual injury. So we like didn't really get that full thing, mm-hmm. unfortunately. Yeah, yeah. It would have been good to see pretty sexy stuff. <laughs> <laughs> so then I think they probably were going to do this anyway, but they did cut a promo on Dynamite this week that that I thought was like clearly meant to like drive home kind of the same emotional place where they are where they were being like all of our friends are injured we don't have any friends here anymore and then matt was like except and then got his one of his great matt jackson looks where he's like i'm troubled i'm thinking i want to say something should i say it and nick was like except for our beautiful belts and wouldn't let him say mm-hmm. except for hangman still a yeah. friend
1: yeah i'm excited for the slow burn back to hangman and the Bucks and kenny and everything yeah it's yeah. good it-
2: I think Sarah was listening to Melterte, and she said something that I thought was so interesting in terms of, like, when Kenny comes back, no one's going to want to boo him. Like, he's yep. not going to be able to be a heel. Th-
0: we talked about this last week, didn't we? I talked Did about we? it with you, I think. I think we talked about it. Did
2: we? <laughs> I have I don't no memory that, of that. I
0: well, well, I, I don't just, know if we talked about it on this podcast, but, I mean, when I, I we saw have, you, we ha- had a conversation about it.
2: <laughs> we have in the past <laughs> talked about whether – the young bucks will drag hangman into healdom or whether hangman will drag the young bucks into face them. I just had, it was, it was new to my brain that I was like, Oh, of course, Kenny will drag. Kenny will necessitate them being faces again. And I lost my mind a little we bit. We talked about this.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't new to your brain because I talked about it with you. <laughs> But you are right yeah when kenny comes back it's gonna be people are gonna be losing their shit he has to be he has to i be mean i face. don't know you know i don't know what will happen but i feel like it's like he's got to be a face and it feels like to me that's where the bucks are heading and it's gonna be very interesting when he gets back in
2: apparently the mix. apparently milter is very concerned about this because he's like kenny and the bucks have to be heels they're so good at it and i was a little <laughs> bit like yeah he's right yeah but You're they wrong. could be I mean, it's like some faces are rattier
0: than others, and like I feel like they can hit a rat face place <laughs> if they try, you know,
1: well, and I'd be into it too if like Kenny came back was like had seen the error of his ways while he was off on his spiritual journey or whatever, and then he teams back up with Hangman the face, and then the bucks are still kind of pose for a little bit before they i mean you could get some fun stuff there interpersonally,
0: yeah, that's interesting because i to me. I was interested... So, Kenny had said before uh, the pay-per-view that he was like, I'm not going to be there. And it was, like, pretty unclear, I think, to everybody, like, whether that was a a fake-out or not. But he wasn't at the pay-per-view. And he's also, like... Uh, was on like a Twitch stream this week, just being like rehab is really rough and it's like not going well. And he was actually being quite raw and I cried a little (laughs) (laughs) because I felt so moved, but he was talking about, he was like, you know, I just don't know what it's going to be like when I get back in the ring. So it kind of seems like things are like taking longer than maybe he hoped, which seems pretty reasonable, honestly, like given Mm -hmm. like the extent of the injuries that have been reported on. Um, But I felt like, are the Bucks moving towards like they're going to make their peace with hangman before Kenny gets back. And that's mm-hmm. part of the kind of shit show of Kenny's return potentially is going to be like, you made friends with someone that I like haven't sorted out my shit with. Yeah. I don't Yeah. Know. I do
2: want them to make their peace with hangman separately from Kenny. Um, yeah. Because that's very good. For me to watch yeah. that but it is going to be a very interesting dance to figure out how kenny will fit into it and yes. how smoothly it will all yes. go down it'll
1: probably just depend on when kenny's able to come back like where yeah it's Heads.
2: yeah pe- like i was reading something that said that like hey that kenny kenny feeling so depressed about how his rehab is going is like p- perfectly probably perfectly appropriate for like the point like everything's getting bad until it gets better and it's yeah. like he just hasn't hit in the hit the point where he sees all the rewards yeah. of this so he's just mm-hmm. like i'll always feel bad and i'll never feel good and it's like yeah, yeah. there's always a part of an injury rehab that it feels that way well, and it's, like, he
0: also was saying, and, you know, it's, like, and, you know, with the with any wrestler, it's, like, you take everything they're doing with a grain of salt because you don't know how much of it, you know, they're, like, kind of <laughs> setting up their own shit, which, like... Right. Kenny, he's saying on the is,
1: Twitch stream because he's coming back next week or whatever. Yeah, right?
0: like, yeah, and Kenny famously is, is quite good at that, but, um, you know, he was, like, saying where he's just, like, well, it just, like, sucks to, like, you don't feel... Like, I'm not good the way that I... I'm used to being and the way I need to be because people are going to be such like assholes to me. Like, Mm -hmm. and I was like, yeah, that makes sense. Like he clearly is like, he seems very worried about like, I don't want to come back and not be able to do what I have to do to like shove the haters faces in it. Right. (laughs) I'm like, well, I love you, baby. And he, he was, I just loved everything he said was saying on this, Twitch actually where he was talking about the, that it's like not the wrestling someone was like don't don't be so negative because you can always tell stories uh and he was like yeah and storytelling does matter more than spots and that's how I like really strongly feel and what I think other people don't understand and I was like Kenny you're right and you're a genius and you could do (laughs) anything you could come back and do anything and you never have to wrestle for me another day in your life if you just cut your insane little promos and embroil yourself." Come out in your weird little outfits and say out your, your deranged thing. Yes, yeah. and get yourself into situations. It's really all I want. It will still be the Renaissance. The Renaissance <laughs> is forever, and anything can happen. And finally, I say it on the pod. We don't have time to get into anything else. Can we skip it all? Yeah. Yeah. Pack won the All Atlantic belt. So good for him. <laughs> the end.
2: It was fine. Good for him. <laughs>
1: do not care at all. Yeah.
2: I think before we started recording, we were like, maybe this will be the week we turn in like a 35 minute pod. <laughs> <It's>
1: so <laughs> crazy. <laughs> and then we said, of course we know we won't though. We so. know we
0: won't. And we did it. We talked forever. And I think we talked about some weird stuff in there. Honestly, I think we kind of got yeah. on some, some tangents that could have uh, cut
1: some of that probably, but you know,
0: but Hey, you know what? It's actually been quite a, I want to say it at the end. It's been quite a rough week actually. <laughs> I haven't been like it feeling has. that good. So it's really nice to be on this uh, little Zoom yeah. with you guys talking about our favorite hobby and Yeah, relaxing you know. little podcast
1: recording. Just
0: having a good time. All having of our brains
1: completely dead, even more than usual.
0: Honestly, <laughs> empty brain, feel no pain. <laughs> <But I> feel <laughs> quite if a only bit I could feel no pain. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what is the truth? Oh. Um, okay. Uh on that note, I've been Allie. I've been Anne. And I've been Leah. And this is Tunnel Talk. Our show is produced by Marjorie Voinovich. Our theme is by Chris Gorkin. You can find us on Twitter at Tunnel Talk Pod via email at TunnelTalkPod at gmail.com. If you have questions that you want us to ask a man, let us know. Uh, Please rate, review, and subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts. Uh, And come back next week.